Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 70 of Process to Profitability. Today, I'm talking about launching your website. If you've been tuning in over the past six weeks, I have talked about designing a strategic website, going through your navigation, homepage, about page, portfolio, sales page, contact page, everything you need to really build a website that helps your business to thrive. And so now it's time to talk about launching that website that you've built. This is the way that I help my clients prepare for a launch and get their website out into the world. And so you can use this if you're working with a designer, but even if you're designing a website for yourself and you are launching it, this is a great way to get that out into the world in a really fun and exciting way that helps your business to grow. We're gonna be talking about a couple of different aspects of launching a business. So we're going to be talking about building excitement, finalizing your website, getting ready, launching, and then what you can do after your launch. So I'm gonna start with building excitement because this is going to happen before your website is even finalized. And it's something that you need to start planning, maybe not at the very beginning of your website design, but as you're going along. So what you want to do here is let people know that you are going to be launching a new website. This is going to build a ton of excitement and get people ready to see what's out there. And it's a lot of fun to have people joining you on this journey. We in business all have websites. We know website design can be a struggle. We know that these things change. And so we can build excitement with our audience, with our friends, with our support systems, so that when we are ready to actually hit that live button and promote it to the world, we have already built up an audience that's ready to see what we're doing. So I have a couple of ways that you can build excitement. The first is to let your audience know about your upcoming launch. So you want to let people know that you're doing this work instead of keeping it a secret. When I did my first website redesign, I really kept it a secret. I didn't share it with anybody. And so when it launched, really nobody noticed that there was a difference. I had a couple of Instagram posts go out, but there wasn't a big drive to my website because I hadn't shared it all along. It was just like one day it looked one way and the next it was different. So a great way to do this is to give people a behind the scenes look into what you're doing and not just what it's going to look like. We'll talk about that later, but let them know why you're updating your website. Usually we're doing this at a point in our business where we're making some changes. Maybe we're offering new services or products or we're making a shift in our dream client. Something is happening in your business and you can talk about why it is that you've decided to make this change instead of just telling them, oh, I got tired of my website and I wanted a new one. Getting people on board with why you're doing what you're doing and the heart behind your mission is really going to help them connect with you and see that this is for them. It's not just so that you have a beautiful new website. It's so that you can serve your dream clients better through your content and your marketing and everything else. The next thing you want to let them know is what to expect before and after you launch. So while you are in the process of designing and before you do the official launch, you can let people know that they're going to get sneak peeks along the way and that your website might be down, but you're still sending out emails every month. Give people a heads up on what to expect 
so that they know what's going to happen when they land on your website while you're redesigning it. And then let them know what's gonna happen after you launch. So if you are preparing a new service or a product or a course that you're launching, give sneak peeks about that too so you can build excitement about that thing just as much as about the website design. The second tip I have to help you build excitement is to find cheerleaders who can help you promote your launch. This is a super easy way to get excitement and build up word about what's going on because you're not reaching out to everybody and trying to get this in front of the entire Instagram audience. Instead, you're going to email friends and business associates and collaborators to let them know what you're working on and ask for their help. I did this when I launched my podcast. I sent out emails to some of my friends that I had talked to about podcasting. I let people in Facebook groups that I was close to know what I was doing. And I asked the guests that I had already pre-recorded episodes to also promote the launch of the podcast just like they would their individual episode. And that helped it get in front of more people without me having to try to strive to get in front of more eyes. Besides, the people who are coming alongside you in business are really supportive of what you're doing and they're going to be excited to see the growth that is coming through your business and the changes that you're making. And so this is a way to let them be a part of that in a really easy way for them. And that is my next note. Make it easy for them to share about your launch. Send them images that they can use, copy that they can use, and the dates where you want them to promote it. So make this as simple as possible. They may take it and tweak some of that information, but you want to give them everything they might need upfront so that they know exactly what to expect and what they should be doing and how they can help you without giving them more of a burden than they already have through their own business. And number three for building excitement, and this is one of my favorites, is to share the process. So as you are designing your website, give sneak peeks of what the website will look like. So try a partial screenshot, a color palette, a mood board to get people excited and build a little bit of suspense. You don't want to show everything all at once because then you're giving it away, but give them just enough that they want to check it out when it's live. My recent client, Buzzing Creatives, did a really great job at this. They had a whole countdown about their website launch and they talked about it every day for a little bit so that when we actually launched and went live, people were really excited to check it out. They had images that they were sharing from their website that were all on brand. And at the same time they launched their website, they launched a new brand. So it was really cool to give some sneak peeks into not only what it was going to look like visually, but what the heart behind their brand was and the mission. So they shared those things as well. And that really resonated with their audience because they were able to communicate that to the people that had already been following along and tell them, you know, we have really solidified this and now we have an online home that is a reflection of all of these things that we're saying. One of the best ways to share the process and give sneak peeks is to use social media to talk about what you're learning while you're designing, why you're updating your website. And my big thing here is to focus on the heart behind your brand and how you can better serve your clients through this new website or whatever updates that you're doing instead of just making it about the visuals. Yes, you're gonna have a beautiful website to launch, but it's about more than that because your business is about more than that. So that's step one, build some excitement. I like to start working on this 
at least a couple of weeks before the website actually launches so that you have those cheerleaders in place, you have the graphics ready to share, you've started building that suspense, and you can do it so that further out from your launch, you're sharing just little bits here and there, and then the closer you get, you're really building that suspense, you're getting people ready, maybe you're sharing some kind of a countdown every day, and that's gonna drive people to your website to sign up to get notifications about when it launches, and then it's going to drive them to your website when you actually launch, which we're gonna talk about later. Part of what it takes to run a successful online business is having the right tools for the job. I'm sharing a list of all of the tools I use in my business in my toolbox. And you can find that at lemonandthesea.com slash my dash toolbox to download it now. These include tools that I use for podcasting, designing, running my business, and other things. So you can get a real inside look at everything that I use every day in order to serve my clients well and grow my business. Again, you can find that at lemonandthesea.com slash my dash toolbox. The second step here when you are getting ready to launch your website is to actually finalize your website design. And the reason that this comes after building excitement is because you want that excitement to be built before your website's ready to launch. You don't wanna be held up waiting for cheerleaders and social media posts if your website's already ready to go. So plan that part and then make sure you go about finalizing your website. For a lot of us, the final steps of your website are going to be the more technical ones. So for me and my clients, this is a lot of SEO. So we add site and page descriptions, update their image metadata, and submit their sitemaps to Google. That's a great way to build up their SEO before the website actually launches, but it can come after the all of the design part is done because then we know exactly which pages we have, we know which images are there, and we're just going in and putting that information on the website. The second piece that is really important for finalizing your website is to test everything twice. So make sure that everything is working. Check your forms to make sure that they are submitting, that they're getting the right notification, that they're getting to your inbox. Check your links throughout your website to make sure they're working. So in your main menu, in your footer, throughout your website, on your homepage, there's always one or two links that seem like they didn't get connected the right way. And so the more you can check those, the better off you'll be because you want to make sure that when your website launches, it's the best that it can be. And then you also want to test the mobile, tablet, and desktop views across browsers. So a lot of times when we're designing, we are used to using our monitor, usually on our desktop, on the browser that we almost always use, but not everybody is gonna view our website that way. So we just wanna go in and make sure before we launch that it's going to look good on every device and across browsers. It might not look exactly the same, but as long as it still communicates the heart of our brand and it makes sense and it's organized, that's great. So make sure that you're testing all of those things. There are some really cool tools out there to help you with that. So I'm going to link to a tool called ScreenFly in the show notes that you can use to test all kinds of different devices and screen sizes so that you can see what your website will look like. All right, the third step in launching your website is to get ready. So this might seem like it's related to finalizing your website, but this actually happens after all of the design and testing and everything is done. You know that the website is ready to go and now you just need to actually get it out there. 
And so you want to get ready for this launch. And again, you can check the show notes for this, but I'm going to share these here. So the first thing you want to do is back up your old website if you want to keep it. Sometimes you want to hold onto it for some reason, and that's totally fine. Just make sure you back it up somewhere on your computer or your cloud so that once your new website goes live, you're not worrying about where those old files went. Number two is to pay for your new domain if that's necessary. Um, If you are on a trial site, you will need to make that live by paying for it before the website can launch. And number three is to connect your domain. So you want to make sure that your URL that people type in is pointing to the new website. And if you're changing platforms, you need to redirect your domain to point to the new website. So on Squarespace, there's a pretty simple tutorials to do this. They have all different kinds of providers and some of them make it really simple. On Show It, you submit all of your information to Show It and they will connect everything, but it does take a little bit of time. So usually you should plan for about three days for that connection to be finalized. And you wanna make sure that that happens before you're actually launching. So I like to do it a couple of days even before that three days is up and I call it kind of a soft launch so that we can make sure that all of those connections are working correctly and that nothing gets lost or confused or isn't working. The fourth thing is to set up your email. So the email you're currently using will remain active as long as your hosting is active. If you choose to cancel your hosting, you will need to host your email somewhere else. So what this means is if your domain is with somebody like Bluehost, which is where mine is, when I first bought my domain, it also included hosting. And so I paid for the domain, which is the URL, the address, and I paid for the hosting, which was basically, you know, how my website was going to show up. And that hosting part included my email address. But when I switched over to Squarespace, I no longer needed to pay Bluehost for that hosting because I was paying Squarespace and I would be paying twice as much money as I needed to. And I was all ready to switch, but what I needed to do before that is to make sure that I was still gonna have access to all of my emails. And so if you are canceling your hosting wherever it is, you need to make sure that your email is migrated over to something else beforehand. So what I did, and you can do if you're now hosting your website with Squarespace, you have the option of creating a G Suite account, which allows you to send and receive email through Gmail. So if you choose to move your email hosting to G Suite, you need to do some redirecting before you do that cancellation. And you can do this if you have show it as well. It's just not built into the platform. But you need to make sure that before you cancel that hosting, you've done all the redirecting, you've tested to make sure your emails are coming through, and then you can cancel anything that you no longer need. Number five is to do a soft launch. So like I said, you want to connect your domain a couple of days before the website is supposed to go live and make sure that it's working. And then once the website is technically live, you want to test everything again. So this is going to give you enough time to switch everything over, to make sure that it's still working, that nothing broke in that transfer before you're actually promoting it to everybody else. So it's your website's technically up and running and people could visit it, but you're not promoting it until you've tested it again. And then number six, if you're starting a new website, where you haven't had one before, either because this is a new business or a new venture or whatever, have a few blog posts that are ready to post the day you launch so that you can give something for your visitors to engage with. If you only have one blog post live when people come to visit your website, 
there's really not an incentive for them to stay on there for a very long time. So I like to have between three and five posts prepped so that once they come to the website, if they read one, they've got at least a couple other things to check out before they're going to leave or sign up for your email list or whatever it is their next step is going to be. And this is just a way to make sure that your website is really serving those people well as soon as they land on it. Okay, so you have so far built excitement for your launch, you finalized your website, you've gotten everything ready, and now it's time to actually launch your website. So this is a pretty simple step because all the work is done. And what you need to do now is share your new website and celebrate. I love for my clients to share their new website on Instagram, Insta Stories, Facebook Lives. They can do screenshots, they can do images, whatever it is that is going to work for them and their audience so that they can show people what it is that they've been working so hard on and how their new website and everything reflects the heart of the brand that they have been building. I would really advise that you plan for at least that launch day. Um, It's gonna be a little bit chaotic. It always seems like there's something that comes up last minute that you're gonna have questions about, but set aside that day to really just promote your launch and celebrate all the hard work that you have done instead of trying to fit it in between client work and other business tasks. And finally, the fifth step to launching your website is what comes after your launch. And for a lot of us, I think we think that once a website is live, that it's finished and we are just going to revisit it in a couple of months or in a year and see what needs to be updated. But that's really not the best way to build a strategic website that works for your business. Because what you've been doing up until now is even if you've done some research and even if you've had people um, take a look at your website and do a user experience test or whatever it is that you've been having them do, you're not going to know for sure that your website is doing what you expected until it's live. Because there aren't going to be people finding your website through social media and search engines until it's actually live and they can see it and play around with it and make sure that it's really speaking to them. And so especially that month after you launch is really important for gathering data. And what I like to do is that whole month after a launch, I don't really worry about the site at all unless there's a big issue that comes up. But I make sure that everything is just gathering information. All the analytics are turned on so that I'm getting as much information as possible so that at the end of that first month after we've launched, I can come back and revisit it. And what I want to know when I look at those analytics after 30 days is to see if the website is meeting the goals that we set for it before we started designing. If a website's goal was to get more people to an email list and we launch it, and even if it is the most beautiful website, if people aren't signing up for that email list, then something on the website isn't working and it's not serving my clients well because it's not doing the job that we set out for it to do. And so what you want to do is check your analytics to see if those things are actually working. And then you can make tweaks based on feedback that you're getting from people and the data that you've gathered and analyzed. But you can't do that until you've had some time to collect that information, which is why I suggest doing it after a month. Um, You could also do it after 60 days. And I suggest revisiting this every once in a while. So like revisit it after a month, make those tweaks. If you had to make changes, 
then check again in another month. If you didn't make too many changes, check again in like three or six months, just so that you make sure that everything is on track the way that you're expecting. And of course, you want to continue promoting your content and your website design. Just because you promoted it when you launched doesn't mean that everybody saw that information. And especially when you're creating new content every week or every day, pushing it out once to people doesn't mean that most people are going to see it. So continue to promote the work that you've done, talk about the heart behind your brand, your mission, your vision, the design work that you've done, the content that you've created, so that you can get it in front of the right people. And finally, what you want to do is keep a list of the updates you want to make down the road. So not everything on your website needs to be updated a month after it launches. But some things you may just want to keep a running list of ideas that you have or things that you've noticed that you want to change that aren't emergencies, that aren't affecting the website goal or how people are using it or something is broken and not working. But these are things that you are going to want to update down the road so that when you have time to revisit that and work with a designer or sit down with some carved out time, you know exactly what it is that you want to focus on. Again, if you are wondering how you can design a strategic website page by page, go back and listen to the previous six episodes in the Designing a Strategic Website series. Otherwise, I wish you the best of luck on your website launches. Here are the action steps for today's episode. Number one, make a list of potential cheerleaders who can help you with your launch. Number two, create graphics to share when you're ready to launch your website so that you don't have to do those at the last minute. And number three, collect information about your current domain and host and any social media, including your usernames and passwords, so that it's all in one place and ready to go. Again, I hope this episode was helpful, and I am so excited to see the websites that you are creating. If you liked this episode and you learned something from it, I would love it if you would take some time and leave a rating and a review on iTunes or share it on social media. It helps more people to find the show and it helps me to know what kind of content is going to be most helpful for you guys who are the ones who really make this show and are the reason why I put all of the time into this. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show.